Um, oh, so Castlevania. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I, you, if you don't know this about me, I'm not like, I don't watch a lot of te- television. I try and catch a couple shows here and there. Yeah, yeah. But usually the pattern is Chris recommends something and then I end up watching it. The next year. The, yeah. Yeah. Now, there are a few things I got into, like, uh, gosh, what was it? Um, Dragon Prince. Yeah, yeah. It's such a good show. Yes. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, there's some, which are all kids' shows, but. I don't know. I watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones was my own. Actually, that was my buddy David. David was like, you got to check out Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. It was the very season premiere because he had read the books and he was like, you need to sit down and watch this. And then I didn't realize it was going to be like that much like softcore porn in the very first episode. <laughs> I If you haven't watched it and you like hear like there's a lot of sex in the very first season At to this the point, point where they, they know. Yeah, they Just make the Internet. Yeah, yeah, like they know. Yeah. And they made fun of it actually after the first season. Anyways. Skipping all of that, um, <laughs> back to Castlevania. So you recommended that I, I watch the television show or the, the Netflix series. Yes, Castlevania. the anime, uh, animated. I yeah. say anime, but the animated so I'm catching, series. So I'm catching up on that. And uh, one of the characters, Cypher, she's a speaker, these like knowledgeable people. Yeah. And they were discussing outside of a church because it's like all demons and everything else. So they get all this religious stuff that goes on. And somebody says something about a speaker. like, I didn't think you guys believed in God. Or you didn't, I don't think you guys liked God or something. Yeah. And then her comment is, God, no. Jesus, yes. And he's all merciful and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my goodness. They're referencing Gnosticism. Uh, okay, you lost me. All man. right. So Gnosticism was, in, in a way, it's its own version of Christianity that started out early in the, like, very, very early on. Huh. And for the longest time, uh, we the only book that we had that talked about Gnostics, which is like their own theological belief and background of uh, of Christianity and like the Bible and the truth behind it and everything else. Like, so Gnostic is the knowledge. I have knowledge of this, uh, the Gnosis. So you'd have all, have all this knowledge. And so they had secret, special knowledge of what was really going on behind the scriptures, like oh. the back, background information. And uh, and um, so that uh, that's been around for a while so for the longest time the only thing we had was uh Irenaeus of Lyon who was a church father who wrote a book called Against Heresies and so he was just writing about how these people didn't know what they're talking about and it wasn't until the 1940s when we found uh this what's called the Nag Hammadi Codices uh Codex you remember that Codex from Joey just for everyone out there he's not even reading anything right now yeah this, this is-, is all off the top of his head <laughs> So the, the in the forties we found the Nag Hammadi codices and but we were able to translate them into English into the nineteen seventies. So what this tells you is, for the longest time, the only thing we knew about the Gnostics came like only from the people that didn't like the Gnostics. So, so they've been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, and and I think there is a Gnostic church that exists in like Norway or something. You start talking about Gnostic, I was thinking like agnostic or like oh, it's something like relatively new. No, no, this has been not um, that agnostic is like new. So. Some people think that some of the early New Testament writings, the Pauline literature, so once you get past Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the, the Jesus biographies, and you pass the history, which is Acts, and you get into the letters that Paul is reacting to this. Now, here's the thing. So all we have to know about the Gnostics is this guy, Arrhenius of Lyon, who didn't like them and writing his stories about them. So that's in so a way him trying to discredit them and talk shit is the reason they're known. Like, <laughs> like, well, yeah, but but it's it's like it's like um, a thousand years from now, um, somebody comes to America, like America's gone or whatever, and they come back and they dig through the dirt and they find like Fox News tapes, and like ah, 
Yes, uh, President Obama, the very first Muslim president of the United States. Oh shit! Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's only coming from the the right, right. contradictory. And um, the, there was uh, the Gnostics had been around for a very long time, so we didn't have the Nagamati codices. We don't have much from them because they kind of pittered out. There was a guy named Mani who uh, had his Monarchism, which was a kind of came out of uh, Gnosticism. It was actually bigger than Christianity for a short period. Dang. Yeah, it was. It was anyway, so anyways, Gnosticism, fascinating stuff. But I'm watching Castlevania <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. They, they're pulling the, their lore about these speakers. And this character is actually pulled a lot from Gnosticism. Wow. Um, their belief was that like uh, so their belief is that there is this divine good God. And then he had all these multiple parts. And uh, one of those parts of him was um, wisdom. Uh, so this is coming a lot. It's it's a lot more Christianity plus some um, Greek theology or f- philosophy at the time. Mm-hmm. So wisdom went off on her own with not without her partner and created another god, and that god created reality, created Earth and everything else. And so that was the like the god of the Old Testament. And so he's actually the bad guy. Huh. Like the god of the Old Testament's bad, but then they bring in Jesus, and there's a whole story about how. Adam and Eve and blah 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 and Jesus like the, there there is an actual like a threesome no oh no, I don't think so but there there is a Jesus that's going to show up <laughs> anyway so so the, it's the hand motions yeah. you guys can't see the hand motions he talks with his hands I do <laughs> um so yeah they they created this Jesus or the, later on this Jesus promised and Jesus is actually the good version or like the real God the real thing and and he kind of knocks out the uh, Old Testament God, and that's why the Old Testament <laughs> God Yeah. So that is a really terrible way of explaining that. Um, I, I enjoyed it. But I am still didn't understand half the stuff you just, just came right out of your head. Again, no notes, just like off the top of your head. But I like it. The words yeah. So float out. All you got to know is the Old Testament God bad, Jesus good, and that's, that's one of the ideas of Gnosticism. Yeah. And in this in the show castlevania, castlevania good like too. yeah they they talk about it i mean it's no wolf cop but, <laughs> but castlevania is up there i don't think did you recommend that i think i just found that on my own too Prob- i think i watched it it's one of those things it's just out there and if you stumble on it you're, it's just like thank you god <laughs> um all right you pray about it you're like thank you god for the artistic blessing you gave this person to make this movie mm-hmm Wolf Cop on Netflix. That's the long and short of it. We're not going into it. Cool. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Beer and Bible. Welcome. So that's, uh, yeah. So I'm Neil, and uh, I usually study and everything else and try and keep as much information on random religions as possible. He's the only one that does any work on this show. Um, so yeah. All of the work. <laughs> and uh, just FYI, I am, once again, noteless. I'm just... We're going to be rolling this with uh, just my Working own brain. In the nude. And then, uh, <laughs> yes. Or out of, yeah, out of notes. Not out of notes. notes. Naked. Naked so, of notes. That's what I was saying. He's not naked actually naked notes. in front of me. No. Uh, so, but we will, um, I will probably put some good Jewish resources and, and notes uh, on the blog post when that comes up. So, uh, right now, um, that's me. I'm the guy who does the studying. And this is... Chris, resident super high-functioning alcoholic. <laughs> Back to fear, a little jingling. That was me trying to secretly crack a beer because I ran out of the last one. But uh, <laughs> and official Bible reader. Yeah. Uh, so what are you reading? Uh, what are you drinking? And oh, we'll get to what we're reading. What I'm Sorry. reading is the Bible. Yes. Apparently, what I'm drinking 
today is hold on, I gotta pull my koozie off. The shoots fresh squeezed IPA. It's a tasty IPA. Nice. Um, the shoots said they were gonna make a brewery here, but they didn't. But they're still here selling beer, did so I a, like yeah, that. Did they have a tasting room? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whereas Ballast Point went the other way. They broke ground at the same time, but Ballast Point has a brewery, and they're like selling beer, but they closed their tasting room. So yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. There was I remember re, like hearing about that mess, but yeah, yeah, Google. There's still beer flowing around. Palace Point had to do with like it. It was actually doing really well. The tasting room was doing really well, but they were offered more money, I think, to shut it down. It was like a big, large business decision to shut down the tasting room, mm. even though the food was great. And oh, I'm man. still angry. I took yeah. the sticker off my car. If you, yeah, I turned to Matthew five. <laughs> and what we're reading tonight is Matthew five, <laughs> Matthew Sermon five. on the Mount. It's the does it have to do with anger? That was last. No, that was week. that was two, two episodes. Two episodes. Two episodes yeah. yeah. So Murder. we're going to be talking about oaths. I swear that we're going to be talking about oaths. Okay, so quick, oaths. quick thing here. Yes. Uh, actually, I'll say it after this because I got to read through it to make sure I'm even in the right part of the Bible. So from my childhood, we're going to be scarredness. So we're we're going through the Sermon on the Mount, which is the uh, in the book of Matthew. You have this biography of Jesus, and he does things. Uh, he he takes the teaching sections of Matthew and puts them in large portions. This one is a little bit more direct. This is him just saying, uh, "You've heard it said this way, and I'm going to say it to you this way," and that's the way. Uh, this section is set up. It's the Sermon on the Mount. It's a lot of things that we quote. I, uh, we're about to get to tonight. We should be getting to eye, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth discussion. <laughs> a classic. Yeah, just classic stuff. Which actually You've heard that even Testament. if you're not a Christian. It's just going to be in a movie somewhere. It, that, that's exactly what we're talking about. The, yeah. uh, these... This section of the Sermon on the Mount, it is the highlights that you've probably heard like just through media. movie, you're like, shit, Jesus said that? Yeah, huh, yeah. That's fucking weird. <laughs> now we're going to make it less fucking weird. Or more. Well, if you've come to Beer and Bible, don't expect things to get easier for you. I like how the NIV makes it. That's what we're reading out of. It's not the best Bible. It's just the ones that Neil borrowed. Um, so they actually like line it up. It's like murder, adultery, divorce, oaths. Like they have like a little chapter heading to each one. So oh, nice. oaths. All right. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but keep the oaths you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes and your no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Okay. Ah, that's, yeah. Pretty straightforward. Um, it's talking about uh, whatever you're promising, you're promising. Now, what's going on when he's going and saying, hey. You're a man of your word. Yeah. Done. Done. And uh, what he's talking about is. Allison would be proud that I clapped after that statement. Allison would be? Mm-hmm. All right. Got it. Or, uh, Allison. It's more like, that's the way it is. Bam. Okay. Um, so we're, we're talking about when he's saying these oaths and, and what he's trying to get people to do is when you are planning an oath, when he's saying do not swear by the temple or do not swear by this or that, is um, there was a discussion about rabbis uh, among rabbis at that time of what is legally like what are you legally allowed to swear by because you can't swear by god's name that's like taking god's name in vain and some people say that that's all this is that when you make an oath by god you are saying in the name of god and by 
Um, when you hear that whole phrase, don't say the name, the Lord's name in vain, it has less to do with saying GD. Uh, it has more to do with don't take the Lord's name in vain by making a promise and then not fulfilling it. So yeah. some people would even say that's the Old Testament interpretation as well. Um, uh, and that, that would fit pretty well. Um, what they're doing is they're, they're making an oath, but they're saying, well, I didn't swear by God. I sweared by, I swore, I swear, <laughs> I, I had, I had sworn by the, um, uh, by the temple, not God. I swore by this. And it's this legalese. Like you could do things like I'm going to swear by the, the, the money that I have, that is uh, that I've pledged to God. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to donate this to God, and I'm going to swear that I, I promise, like I swear that I'll give you this money, and then you come to me and you go, well, you swore by it. Oh, actually, I don't own that, so it doesn't really hold because that's something that I don't actually own, so I can't actually make that promise. So if you believed that I could make that promise on something that I don't own or use that as collateral, then, like, that's your stupid mistake. You're the moron. All right, all right, I was holding this in. You're gonna, you're probably gonna have to correct me on this, but back in the day, there was a comedian. I can't remember who the fuck it was, but like, I still like live by these words to this day. So like, damn it, I can't remember who it was, but it was like way, way back in the day. And they're like, um, I don't say bless you when people sneeze because it's like one, like I'm not God, and two. I'm not a fucking priest or anything, so who the fuck am I to be like blessing yeah. anybody? Like, if you sneeze, like, yeah, fucking have a nice day. Like, you're on your own. <laughs> so he, says, he, he says, God bless you. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in have God. You, you know what I'm talking about? Dane Cook, it, man. Was that Dane Cook? Yeah. He's like, he's, Dane like, Cook. he's like, well, what do you believe when you die? And the guy's like, I'm an atheist. I believe that you become a tree. And he goes, I hope that somebody will take him and cut that tree down and print Bible pages <laughs> on him. Bam. Which would be great. So I still, I'm like, that's a good fucking point. So when people sneeze, like, I don't say anything. And I look like an asshole, but it's like, who cares? Yeah, there's more. I'm doing than, the Lord's work. I, I trust you. That <laughs> trust me. There's a lot more that makes you look like that than just not saying <laughs> God bless you. All right. Uh, <laughs> so in the the oaths thing is that um, so it's it's going around saying like, all right, I like I'm gonna put up my Lamborghini for collateral. You're like, yeah. You, and I point out some Lamborghini. You're like, okay. Like you promise? Absolutely. I swear in that Lamborghini that if, if anything goes wrong, you get to have that Lamborghini. You come back and you're like, okay, you didn't follow through. Like, dude, I don't own that Lamborghini. That's just one out in the parking lot. Like, it's like, why'd you think that I like? So I can use my kids as collateral then because um, I own them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Don't I own my kids? Or do they just live with me? You, and if they die, I have to go to court. Okay. If we were in a, I love my kids, by the way. I'm not going to let them die. My son gave me a kiss and said, I'm going to miss you, daddy. I wish you were staying home tonight before I left to make a podcast. Did Stacy put him up to that? Probably. <laughs> Probably. She's manipulative. That was, that was that, that, you just chose you chose the Lord's work over your Ryder, son. Ryder, now remember what we practiced. Go tell your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that guilt's gonna feel real good. All right. <laughs> so it, it's this this issue of um uh of putting something up, of swearing by something you can't swear by. Uh swearing by your head, it's cross my heart, hope to die. I'm swearing by my 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 own head. Um, and then she's just like, like, that's not even your head, bro. Yeah, it, it, Fuck out of here. You don't have any control over it. Why are you sitting there making a promise of something that you can't make one hair uh, black or gray or white? You can't change age or time. You you have no effect on these things. Um, you Why are you swearing by these things? And why are you trying to make uh, promises? And he just says, just let your yes be yes and your no be no. Because what we're dealing with here is this legalese of how do we get around making a promise? Yeah. Um, and that would be that would be it. So, 
And that's easy because it's like, just don't make the fucking promise in, in the first place. Just as he's saying, he's just be a man of your word. He's like some Clint Eastwood Western shit. Like if you say it, do it. Yeah. This is pretty easy. Oh, sorry. A little indigestion. It's, it's not the Deschutes. It's like just all the bullshit I ate this weekend. Uh, I ate a whole cow zone, Boston zone. Mm. All right. So I'm going to explain. He goes oh, to <laughs> Mac and Bob's is a local restaurant here and they, they make killer cow zones. Uh, I like my, if you reach out to me and you're coming through so that you're from out of town, like hit we'll me point up you that way. We'll point you that way. The and, Boston zone is uh it's a cow zone, but it's hot wings instead yes. of like, it's just hot wings and mozzarella. And it's like eight pounds or something or it's, a, no, it's not it's probably like five pounds yeah like realistically but it, it's the size of a small child they put it in a pizza box yes so it's it's like just an entire large pizza folded yeah. over no sauce except for the buffalo wings that yeah. are in there boneless just yeah boneless, boneless. A, yeah yeah it's solid it's awesome but i feel like shit right now because i drank way too much and then like not like way too much at once but i drank like consistently through the weekend mm-hmm. like to keep that bac in the sweet spot yeah and then like finished off with the b zone last night so Anyway, let me get back to my reading, my duties. Uh, okay, so this one, thanks to the NIV again, an eye for an eye. You have heard, oh, this is the fucking famous one. Yeah. Not fam- I say famous, but it's like, it sounds like a metal song or something. Yes. Or like, I'm sure it's quoted in some This is the one that like, you uh, you hear yeah. all the time. Didn't God say an eye for an eye? Yep. Like he said, not to grab them snakes in church, you little dipshit. That one's not in there, but yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You have heard that it was said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. I always, okay. Sorry. <clears throat> Beer. I always think butt cheeks. I don't know, because it's, it's like right and left. Because that's the same with your face. You got a right side of your face. You got a left side. But I always, it's just my fucking mind. I always think of butt it's cheeks. Just- yeah, yeah. Like if you just a guy with his pants down, it's like if he smacks you on one cheek, you just turn that motherfucker right around, get a smack on the other, and go about your merry way. I that that's definitely a place to apply it. <laughs> sure, it's a peaceful yeah. way, just a little spanking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about somebody else's interpretation. That was uh, Mr. Gandhi. I'm not sure, sure if he was ever, Wait, ever which, Mr. Was Gandhi. he Old Testament or New Testament? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, he was he's. Kind of newer, um, and but he he had the quote that said, uh, "Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind," which is really cool. Um, it's a catchy phrase. Uh, unfortunately, he is not familiar familiar with Judaism. Um, <laughs> so sad, dude. Halacha sucks. Yeah, uh, halacha is the way you live out the the law. By the way, if, we, if you haven't heard us mention go back it before, and listen to like twenty uh, some episodes. Yeah, in some ways, what we're talking about, we think that this is uh, this section right here is Jesus' halakha, uh, because of the whole, um, uh, I've not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Yeah. One of the ways that people would react is they would say, um, you, the way you're teaching it, your halakha, the way you're teaching how to do the law, is destroying the law. You have abolished it. Oh, so really? him saying, I've not come to abolish it, like, I'm going to teach you the right way of living this this Torah. So, like, who's this guy I think he is? Yeah. Who's this asshole so, is? so for him to say, take something from the Torah, this eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, comes out of Exodus 21, and for him to take the, the Torah and then say, no, no, don't do it this way. And some people, you can interpret it of him saying, um, that was the wrong way of living the way God wants. This is the right way. So you can say that. Hmm. But let's let's look a little bit deeper about the interpretation. Um, in all of Judaism, in every recording that we have of this and all the history, we never have it turning into a, um, you know, 
you break my arm, I get to break yours. Uh, it's it's very much whatever the cost of that is. So, example, Chris, you're a mechanic. Yeah. So if I break your arm, run over it with a car or whatever else or something, I just hack it off for fun. <laughs> I don't know, but, but usually for like by an accident or something right, else. Right, right, right. Um, that does not mean now you get to take my arm. What the, the thing would be is that... No, because we went through all that Leviticus bullshit. Usually you just get a payout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how it works out. So um, w- the way it would work is that... Uh, that's I, not a condescending like, bullshit. Leviticus yeah. was actually pretty interesting. It's yes. Just bullshit isn't like a generic bullshit. It, uh, I think you actually said it once before that uh, that it makes... A lot of this stuff with Jesus makes a lot more sense. Like the, the when the Jewish people come and talk to them. Once you know the laws that he's talking yeah. about or referencing... <laughs> So, so he's referencing one from Exodus 21, and the, the, the way that they were handling it at that time is, um, if again, Chris, if I destroy your arm and you lose an arm at this point, you as a mechanic can't do your job to this ability. Right. So at that point, um, what I would do is I would pay for all the medical bills because I have to pay for the cost of that. Yep. It's the, the value of that. Um, Check. I would have to, if you want to go get a new job or something, you'd have to go, I'd have to pay for you to go to school, whatever that is. Oh, damn. You, Check. Uh, if you go to, uh, you go get a job and you're not making as much, if not more than what you were making as a mechanic, I now have to pay the difference. So if you get damn. a low, if you get a low paying job, It'd be way easier just to take somebody to court and pay a bill. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I mean, like that sounds the way it should be. Like, you know, I'm going to get you hooked back up. Like, I fucked you up. I'm going to get you back where you need to be. Yeah. And, and so if you end up, let's say you're like, well, screw school. I just want to be a janitor. Then that's awesome. But you're going to be a janitor making a mechanic salary because I am now required for the rest of my life to continue paying that difference. Almost sounds like it'd be easier to be like, all right, like, you're like, yeah, just cut my arm off. Like, be yeah. even even steven yeah like, <laughs> like instead of having to go you through stop all there you start thinking about mm, no. yeah just take the arm nope fuck that so, but then on the other side so for me you um I, I i if you've ever seen the office i do dwight and jim's job that's my job i'm the inside sales rep sitting there at a at a computer and it's everything you imagine would be um but if you were to take my arm i could probably still do a lot of my job without that arm oh, that glorious air conditioning yeah yeah <laughs> So um, so that would be a great example of a difference between the two. Uh, the value of an arm or an eye or anything else, it varies from person to person and their own situation. Hmm. So your arm is worth way more than my arm, and not just because of the pretty decorations. So th- that's the uh, that's the that's difference. Just, okay, okay. So, and then when he says, turn the other cheek, there is actually a rabbi, and I'll, I'll put this in the show notes, so that, that way you guys have uh, have some sight on it. Um, he was actually talking about the idea of shaming somebody, a public humiliation of slapping somebody, and, and that would be this whole idea that. Um, hmm. And he he would actually put the value of two oxen, which people would say, okay, that's kind of equal to a tractor. So basically, your your insulting me is worth the value it's like of a tractor. Ten to fifteen thousand dollars slap in today's terms. Yeah, yeah. The dude was like a farmer or something, and he's like, this guy sells horse meat instead of cow meat or something, or his corn has poop on it or something, yeah. and then like smacks you in the face. In, in an honor shame culture, that's way more important. Um, yeah. Back when we talked about uh, Mary coming and, and working and helping out with that one family having the uh, the wedding, and where she was concerned about the wine, is that um, these these families would rather spend a ton of money and lose money um, buying wine for their guests because they're going to gain uh, a, a you know credentials in their their uh, their own 
uh, neighborhood in their own society yeah. where we're a lot more likely to like, how do I keep people like polite, but still keep money for myself. Yep. So it's a little bit different. So the, the honor shame system and, and uh, not system, but um, culture that kind of slap and everything else means a whole lot. So for him, so looking at this, this isn't about, uh, Oh, you broke my arm and I'm not going to break yours. I'm not going to retaliate. Right. It's not about retaliation. He's talking about, he's discussing your legal right. Like somebody hurt you, offended you, bothered you, did something. And by every legal means, everybody, the, the judge, the court, the people in your area, yourself, the person who broke your arm, they all they know what's supposed to happen. Yeah, and for you to say no, like that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, that's like a, that's because you're owed that. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and if someone wants to sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. All right. So this. Talk about dragging people out, kicking and screaming out of their comfort zone. Yeah, the, the tunic thing is really. <laughs> I want you to go above and beyond, like whatever they ask, do double. Yeah, essentially, yeah, exactly, is that yeah. what I'm getting here? Yeah. Um, well, let's let's. So we were talking about how you need to go to the law. So um, if you don't mind turning to Exodus, uh, damn 22. it, Neil. Yeah, that's like eighty names away. So we're gonna is go eighty. No, it's I don't way know. More than 80. There's there's only 60, it was eighty-two. There's sixty-six books in the Bible. Oh, it, it was eighty-two. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but um, let's to better understand what they mean by the tunic and and uh, where that uh, falls. Go We're for doing it. a flashback to where it came from. Yeah. Do not take it. So this is a way the fuck different book. Yes. Technical Still, term. Yeah. Do not take advantage of a widow or an orphan. If you do, and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused. Huh. And I will kill you with the sword. Whoa. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy, do not be like a moneylender. Charge him no interest. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, return it to him by sunset, because his cloak is the only covering he has for his body. What else will he sleep in? For when he cries out to me, I will hear, for I'm compassionate. I'm going to like photocopy this shit and take it to the bank next time I need a loan. Talking about, I will kill your it's kids, good. wife, I, everything. Just, you charge me interest on this motherfucker. Well, that's God saying that he would do it. Um, so God's going to come and kill you, your wife, everybody you love. I hope that you're standing there and you're like standing from like Sheik or something. Like, you know, Sheik, Seek. That's what I was looking for. I know one Seek. of those guys. Yeah. That's, He's cool as hell. If I was to choose another religion other than Christianity, that'd probably be the one I'd go for. <laughs> now, like, they're awesome people and you get a dagger. But like the dagger is actually secondary to everything else I've heard about the Sikhs. I was gonna so. say I've never seen Gail's dagger. Ask, ask him. Mm. Like, I might do not that. in a sexual way. Just ask him if he can see his dagger. Like, got some really badass cars too. It's awesome. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, now that we know what religion I would choose second to this one, <laughs> I should have like a like a list of like top. Yeah. Here are my here are like the religions I would choose. So from. one get ticked off. Ting. Like, <laughs> Another one moves up. The yeah, scale. yeah. It's like oh wait, this Christianity thing is complete BS. This is really not paying out. Yeah. <laughs> I, that mm, I can agree with that one at times. That, I feel that way sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, all right. So Exodus, um, Exodus. So we were talking about that whole thing of, of one. It's about protecting the poor. So he's saying even though uh, when somebody asks you for your cloak and all these things, give them your your tunic as well. Go out of your way. Give them more. Um, uh, make sure you take care of the 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 poor and in those situations as well. 
So we kind of get this re- reflection. Also, the the uh, cloak that you would use that um, that would actually be used to kind of gather grain in and things like that. Hmm. So um, giving beyond that, uh, asking to go one mile, go with them two. Is that the next one? Yes. Yeah, the next one. Okay. So um, a Roman soldier at the time could walk up to a Jewish person or you, they pre- preferred Jewish people because, you know, they were occupying and they had control over the Jewish people and they could conscript people. And, but the deal was they could only go for one mile. Like, mm. hey, you carry my armor or carry this box for me for a mile. Yeah. Yeah. So um, later on, you'll hear the story. I think it's in the Gospel of John. I think it's the Gospel that has it. Simon of Cyrene. He's the one who carries the cross for Jesus. Hmm. So that's another situation where the soldier just walks up and is like, you, like this, this Jewish guy that's supposed to carry his own cross up to go die. He's kind of having trouble. He's lost a lot of blood from being whipped really bad. And he hasn't slept all night. Like this guy's not doing too well. So you're gonna carry, help him carry the cross because we still got to get him up the hill, and we're not doing it. Yeah. So they would do that. Um, also carrying the armor, like, hey, carry my shield, carry this stuff, and you, and it was just drop what you're doing. You are now gonna carry my stuff for a mile, for a mile. But yeah. you can ask him. So go with him too. Okay. So there is another They're idea. Sitting there thinking, fuck Rome. Yeah. Well, and and so here's uh, there is an interpretation. Uh, I, it's a minority interpretation, but welcome to Beer and Bible. We're here to share these ideas. Yeah, it's out there floating around. So the uh, the thing is about turning uh, the the other cheek. So some people say that when you turn the other cheek, when you get slapped, all right, someone's got their their right hand up and they're going to use the back hand of it to slap to show disrespect. That would rec- that would go across one cheek. But then if you turn the other cheek, in order to slap with the right hand, it you have to do this weird twisting to hit the back. Yeah. So now what you're doing is you're asking them to open hand, either slap or punch, which is this idea of, I want you to fight me like an actual person. Ah. Like, I want you to now, instead of treating me as someone lesser, I want you to treat me as equal or kind of obstinate. It's this, hmm. it's this obstinate reaction. It's still, you're not fighting back. Like, it's not just saying fight back. It's saying, right. uh, treat me as another person. So the other idea is that when you are going a second mile, you've got their armor. So like, okay, they go one mile and they go, okay, stop. And you're like, no, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> and then you get their armor and they're, you know, the Romans like, whoa, slow down, slow down, come back, come back. You got all my armor. Stop, stop. So there's some ideas that some people think that it's like a, like a, like an insurgent type thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, um, I have an issue because it doesn't flow very well with the tunic issue and it right. doesn't flow very well in the, um, uh, in the grand, or with his whole thing of like what he's saying is like you know the law says go to this point. I say do double. Like it was pretty much what go above and beyond is like pretty much what I'm yeah. gathering from everything. And he's get saying. the the intention and things like that. And and yeah, well, uh, so I, I don't know how that that kind of thing fits with. Um, you've heard it said, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, and, and that idea of giving up of, of oneself. But that might be me trying to uh, hold on to one interpretation of that verse and not molding it around the others. Yeah. So it is when it comes to biblical interpretation, it is really hard to kind of work with uh, all these things because a, a lot of um, you, if you had any time to spend with Christians, you will <laughs> you will find that a lot of times they end up contradicting each other. There's in different a lot points. of interpretations out there, and it's it, it's really hard to get your uh, the system their, their system of belief about God and their right. understanding to kind of fit into this very quick, easy checklist way um, because of the the the, the way that the Bible's is yeah um and that's not a, a slam against anybody uh i would say that dare say that with any religion that you have um or I guess no they religion. read those 613 you might get like the gist of what you're trying to do yeah 
<laughs> uh, so hey, we're, uh, do we have? Was that the last bit? We, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. What we got? Probably not. Wait, Let me yo, look. What was last? Game. What was the last? I want to say there was like a little section. Mile. Oh, I'm still in Exodus. Lord yeah. have mercy. Sorry. Uh, we were talking about the mile. I feel like there's another one right after that, and I just. Yep. yep, yep. So, uh, no, no, no. That's it. Oh, give to the one who asks you. Do not turn away from uh, the one who wants to borrow from you. Yeah. So again, the, that whole thing of um going above and beyond and uh somebody hey can you can you spare me this it's like turning that whole mentality around instead of like you owe me this do like let me do this for you yeah yeah uh somebody who's in in poverty like go out of your way and so get like stop them somebody in their tracks what the fuck yeah look at that roman soldier whatever like hey carry my shit all right cool like you get to the first mile well um i think don't in your like your nice ass house up there Oh yeah, but I can tell you, nah, nah, man, I got you. Let's go up yeah. here. He's like, what the fuck? Or maybe he's trying to yell at somebody else to carry the the rest. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, leave, no, leave, I got leave, leave him alone. Yeah. I'll go the second mile with you. Like, hmm. like that kind of response. It's it's a very strange idea, but we're starting to move away from um what what is owed to me, right? But what I I'm going out and giving. I think you you said that like and focusing more of like the bare minimum to like building that like community idea of like you guys. Yeah, do this shit better. Yeah. Yeah, and so it is a strange thing. So we've talked about this idea of, of Jesus um, and and what is this Christianity thing. We, we started out the whole thing we were talking about. Uh, the problem was with the Gnostics. I'm going to bring it all the way back to Castlevania. <laughs> Castlevania. This was not planned, by the way, but I feel really smart about this right now. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. I want to hear it. So bring we, it around. So, you know, we, we talked about the whole Gnostics is that they said, okay, this Old Testament God with all of the, the 613, the don't do this, don't do that, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, that obviously cannot be the same God as Jesus. Like, yeah. this can't, these two can't uh, come alongside each other. And that is a struggle. Um, and we just mentioned earlier that Christianity and and all that is that how do you pair these things? Uh, how do you say, okay, I believe this and I believe this. It, it's a struggle when we have these contradictory things. And a lot of it deals with, okay, how am I going to interpret this? How am I going to look at this? If I read this verse and it says a, and this other verse says B, how do I handle that? Yeah. And the way the Gnostics did is they said, God of the to- old of the Tanakh, the old Testament, the Jewish God is not the same as this Jesus God version of of what they're supposed to do so that was their answer was just simply here's how we're going to fix it um it's really hard to do that do with that uh and i think that that's part of the setup for matthew is saying you've heard it uh, i've not come to to abolish the law but to fulfill it so we have to look at these contradictions of his understanding fulfilling and we can say again is he uh upping the ante um there's some people that believe that he's upping it just so that way you understand this is what god wants and you can't do it therefore like this is just a way of showing you how bad you are, yeah. because you guys all want justice. You don't want to walk that extra mile, and this is what you're supposed to do. Um, some people would see it as uh, you've heard this said in the Old Testament this way, but I'm telling you, don't do it that way. Don't do it the way that you've heard. Um, a lot of what we've been talking about tonight, I think, has been more of the standard first century Jewish interpretation. Is he's going against, not actually against that. But some people would say, no, no, he is. He is calling uh out the old testament he is calling out what god had said and is saying that's not actually what should be done this is new um so there is that view and i, I said it a little, little harsher than most people would say it's probably a little <laughs> bit nicer of like a it's now changed into the new jesus way of doing things <laughs> um and then there's other people who would say well what he's saying is this is the law 
and here's how to do it better. Yeah. So um, if he's calling out Exodus 22, the whole thing about taking care of the poor, then we can look at the cloak, the mile, and giving to those is to how do you take care of the poor as well. And we can kind of look at it in, in that light as well. So, um, okay, so I guess if, if I was to summarize this whole thing up and uh, somehow was able to loop Castlevania back into this thing, <laughs> um, is that, that just what we're going through is Jesus's uh, retelling things, and it is really confusing. I get it. Like, if anyone's reading, listening to this, like this makes Jesus stuff makes barely makes sense. Yeah, we feel you. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully this helps you understand the eye for an eye thing, and I just hope that next time you quote Gandhi with that, you're, you're able to be like, well, or you can correct your parents if you're like, I always go back to like the Christmas morning dinner. And it's like somebody says eye for an eye or something, and it's like you're, you're quoting Gandhi. No, that is the Lord your Savior. Yeah, no, that's right. fucking Gandhi, bro. He ain't ever done shit for me. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, and somebody talked about the the justice of like eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Like, no, no, that's a, that's not. It, it doesn't mean you get to break anybody else's arm. Like, it doesn't mean they shot us missiles at us. We shoot missiles at them. It's ooh, it's like that, that's probably not the the right application there. <laughs> no, you're good. So we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and see you next time.